0: So, Super Bowl Fifty Three will feature the New England Patriots against the Los Angeles Rams. But should that be the two teams playing for the championship? We'll get into all that. That's a loaded question. Yeah, we'll get into all that and more. Welcome in, everyone. Just another sports podcast. Greg Swatek and Josh Smith in studio, and joining us from Memphis, Tennessee, walking in Memphis is uh, Colin McGuire. How are you, sir? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm actually a block from the Memphis Grizzlies game that is going on right now. Why
0: are you so, in Memphis? Explain to everyone why you were there.
1: Uh, I am here because my dad is in a blues band, and they have this international blues competition. And he made the, whatever it is, the finals, whatever wow. the deal is, and... Uh, they are playing on Beale Street in about a half an hour, forty minutes. So how,
2: how many people in are Denmark? in this? Are in the finals?
1: I think it's all around the world. I just watched a band from Denmark, actually. Uh, there's about 180 bands here.
0: Yeah, is Double Motorcycle one of them? No, but I'm trying to
1: sell Double Motorcycle CDs here, even though we are not a blues band.
0: So and and if anybody. Want-
1: it hasn't gone well <laughs> it has not gone well how, how but the, I'm happy to do it how, how did the big
0: launch how did the big launch party go uh, over the weekend
1: it was great man we uh we we packed in the blue side and the weather was really bad in fact uh, Josh did not make it I think because of the weather right Josh? well
2: yeah it was a question as to what was going to be happening and, and we well we weren't able to get a babysitter either but uh that was that was the main problem was the babysitter. I didn't care about the weather.
0: I did not make it con. I did not make it con because <laughs> it's it well documented that I do not like you.
1: So that's that's the reason fair. why
0: I wasn't there. In fact, I asked about five people to take your place today, but 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 instead we're ta- <laughs> but but instead we're talking to you by by phone uh, from Memphis. So
1: well, I I really appreciate that. It's actually uh, what is it six forty five here. Yes. I think something like that. I'm an hour behind you.
0: Yeah, the night is still young for you, isn't it? Oh, it
1: very much many, is. And many,
2: many I more course Lights points. in your future.
1: <laughs> there's, Well, before I answer that, I just want to say that I've heard so many ads, seen so many ads uh, about how there's a sports book 10 minutes away from me right now. So Uh-oh. I hope to go play
2: some bets. As soon on, as your father I gets off stage, right? Yes. Are
0: you, are you are you going to be on the podcast with us while your father is is, is on stage? Or are you going to have to are you going to have to bail on us? Yeah, like
1: no, I, I think so. I think that's going to be. It's just it's just the quarterfinals. We'll be fine. Okay. I, I'm I'm happier to talk to you.
0: If if you want to do some live play by play while while uh, he while he's on stage, uh, feel free. So.
1: Well, that'll get way too loud, and then Graham will be very mad. Is Graham there?
0: He is not. He's off today. So. Okay. So ho- ho- hopefully, Graham, he's...
1: this is my petition for you to be fired.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully, Graham is relaxing with the with a cold beverage uh, himself, kicking his feet up tonight. But, <laughs> but, but, Colin, Colin you mentioned sports books, and I, I know you had another comment over the weekend. Um, that that pass interference call in the in the uh, in the uh, or the non call in the Rams Saints NFC Championship game. How how was that received by you exactly?
1: That. I'll tell you no what. No swearing, uh, sir. I watched... No
0: swearing. Go ahead. No, 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk.
1: I I, I watched that game uh, play for play, and we all know that my lock of the week last week was the Saints. I now dropped a 2-2. Two two. I'm very angry about that. But uh, I really thought the Saints were going to run away with that. I was... Completely wrong. We get to the final two minutes of the game. We see that play, that pass interference. Now I got a text message from Josh, as you did, Greg, that said you supported the no the no call, Josh.
2: It's what do you say about? He hates that? the Saints. Oh, so. oh man i I will shed no tears ever for any team coached by Sean Payton ever. So I was I was quite happy when that occurred and. Uh, I wasn't. I honestly was watching with it on mute because I was working at the same time, so I didn't see it live, nor did I hear like the outrageousness, you know, f- coming out of Joe Buck's voice or whoever was even calling it. So I, I didn't even know until I saw the replay that it, you know, that it had occurred. Or,
0: or Colin's wallet uh, <laughs> right. uh, after after losing uh, after after losing money on that game. So, well, I, I
1: I will tell you this, and this this is uh, I I ran a parlay on the basketball games on Friday night and I hit it. So I ended up cashing out about $250 uh, Friday night. So when the saints lost, Mm -hmm. I could accept it. I was okay with that. That was okay.
0: What, what, what are we to make of uh, the way that game ended and, and what could be done about it? I mean, the state of NFL officiating, which we've talked about, a lot on the show and and just how bad it is week to week. I mean, what, what action needs to be taken here as a result of this game?
2: Well, I'm all, I'm all for, I'm all for changing, changing, uh, some replay rules. I'm all for changing, uh, something. I, and, and I think what I've read and what I've been, been, in support of is making those plays inside of two minutes or whatever it is, uh, reviewable somehow. And that doesn't necessarily mean giving coaches more, more re- replay options. Obviously, they'd still just have the two. This would be something inside of two minutes where the officials would, would be able to review it. And I would be absolutely all for that. Go ahead, comma, What were you going to say?
0: Well,
1: Josh, outside of the prejudice, did you see that play and not think, oh, my God, how is that not called?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I had the same reaction everybody else did. I was just extremely happy yeah. when it wasn't called. <laughs> but before Sh-
0: <laughs> but before
2: Sean Payton even got
0: to his press conference, the NFL had already called him to apologize. And the NFL admitted wow. that not only pass interference could have been called on that play, but helmet to helmet. There was like five yeah. calls that could have been made on Nikkel uh, Roby Coleman, mm-hmm. the Rams DB. And, and none of them were called. <laughs> now... Here's an interesting question. I mean, it's easy to point at that and say that's why the Saints lost the game and stuff. But do you guys buy that? Is that the reason why
2: the Saints lost the game? Well, the Saints need to score touchdowns in their first two drives and not kick field goals. If they're, they're some great, high-powered, uh, you know, unbelievable offense, why are they kicking field goals in their home stadium on the first two drives of their game when they drive right down the field? Score touchdowns baby. You know, that's the name of the game. The championship game. Yeah. Score touchdowns. Go ahead, Colin. Yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, 100% with you
1: on that, Josh. Like I when I well, I was watching that game and I saw that they couldn't convert uh on those drives, I thought it's done. It's done. And the fact that they got to that point and they were still in the game and it looked like they could still win, I thought that was luck. From that point forward, those the first quarter, maybe a little bit into the second quarter, I knew that there was a good possibility the Saints were not going to win because you have to get six in that
2: situation got, got you to. Have to
0: yeah yeah, and it's more than that too i mean yes if 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 the pass interference or whatever had been called there, the Saints would probably run the clock down kick the kick the game kick the game winning field goal, and they go to the super Bowl. that probably happens I, I I acknowledge that, but still, you're not scoring touchdowns early in the game when you, when you're in the red zone. Um, you get the ball to start overtime, and and, throw and and, and Drew Brees throws an (laughs) interception. Your Hall of Fame
2: quarterback throws an interception,
0: right? So after the Chiefs Patriots game, everyone was screaming the overtime rules have to change. But if you look at the first game, the Saints had the ball first and they didn't do anything with it. They turned the ball over. Plus, here we go again with our theme of coaches and their stupid play calling. The Rams, the the Saints, I think it was Ted Ginn caught a huge pass to put the Saints in the red zone at the end of the game. It's a two-minute warning. The Rams have two timeouts. So what what does the great mastermind Sean Payton do, Josh's boy Sean Payton do? He throws a pass on first down that's incomplete. That stops the clock for the Rams. So why did the Rams have so much time at the end of the game? Yes, because of the, because they threw two passes when they should have just run the ball and, and forced the Rams to burn their timeouts and then kick the field That's goal. That's what
2: I was seeing a lot of this week on social media was like, yeah, Peyton's uh, probably a little happy that almost in some ways that that pass interference wasn't called because it – it takes all the attention away from the fact that he blew it in the end at the end of the game with his play call.
0: Sean Payton was awful that entire game, and and that 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 that's that's as big a reason why the Saints lost is is some blown call by by the referee at the end of the game. See, I mean, go ahead. There
1: there's the thing. There there's the thing about that though, because yes, when when something like this happens, it's so easy to look at all of the different calls and all of the different plays scenarios situations etc and say well you could have done this differently but what we are getting away from is the fact that that play when this dude gets pushed out of bounds (laughs) it's not it's not that should not be forgotten you know like sean payton could have done a better job calling that game most definitely and they should have converted uh, more than they did early in the game. But at the same time, if the question only deals with is that call okay, well, the call was not okay. And it did drastically swing the direction of the game in one way.
2: Yeah, no doubt. What What is your take, you guys, on the idea that maybe Tommy Lee Lewis didn't jump up and protest enough immediately? Uh, I heard someone saying that maybe he didn't make enough of a show of it Like you see these guys all the time, these wide receivers, they're like they call for the flags. They're like throwing their hand up like flag. Where's the flag? And then you see like there's a momentary lapse, uh, you know, from the referee. There's maybe like five seconds. It goes by and then the flag comes in. Well, he didn't do that initially. I think he just kind of got up and started trotting back to the the huddle. And then like maybe a couple seconds later threw his hands up like I can't believe there wasn't a flag there. I, I think he was stunned. I, I think he was just stunned that it wasn't called. <laughs> maybe he maybe he was concussed from that helmet. The helmet hit. May, maybe
0: he didn't, <laughs> he, he didn't know how to react. Yeah, right. Exactly. He, 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 That's he, true. he, he was out of it. So, what are you going to say, Colin? Yeah,
1: but I, I have I, like I have a hard time with that because it shouldn't. The onus should not be on the receiver to make a big deal out of it. That was such a right. blatant and obvious call that I don't think the blame should be on the coaching staff or the wide receiver or anybody else who was there at the moment. If you can't call that and you're an NFL official, what are you doing? You
0: yeah, and, and the guy was looking right at it, too. I mean, he was right there signaling, signaling incomplete, so there's no way he could have missed that. So, But, but here's the question. The, 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 Josh has raised this before, and, and it's a valid point. Like, why – aren't these things reviewable? Why can't they just be changed on the spot by the NFL office in New York? Why can't the NFL office in New York saying, look, dude, you just just blew a call. It's horrible. It's the, one of the worst calls worst non calls ever. It's a championship game. Why can't they just fix it on the spot? Why does there have to be some formal
2: process or, or rule or policy to, to correct something uh, egregious like that? that? That's a great question. And also a question that I had was why, okay. Uh, There were a couple of officials right there. Plus, you know, the guy that's the head official was behind. Where is he positioned now? They're behind the the quarterback, I think. But they were all in relative vicinity to this play happening. Why did the referees not huddle at that point and then throw the flag? Like you see that sometimes. Like this is a championship game. It's coming down to the last few moments of it. You figure they would want to get this stuff right. Take the time, discuss it, maybe then throw the flag and say, yeah, okay. it, It was pass interference.
0: And, and why are things like Josh's ass forever? Why are things not reviewable? Why isn't everything under the sun reviewable? I mean, granted, it might slow down the game, but you want the game to be called and officiated correctly. So if it takes 15 more minutes to get that done, well, why, why well, is that such a big deal? I mean, I
2: don't know. Will it slow the game down? If you if you're only still allowed to have those two reviews, like each coach gets the two challenges, it's still it's not going to slow the game. It's not like there's going to be you know six, seven, eight challenges a game. So. I don't know. I, I think this is this, this league, I think the league will really take a look at this now.
1: My, my position on this is the same thing. There's nothing that can get in the way of the pureness of baseball, for instance. And baseball has gotten to the point where now they can review things. If we are going to make sports, in this essence, some type of happening where people can challenge – everything that goes on and we are going to live by what is right and what is wrong and if baseball is going to do that America's oldest pastime why can't every other sport follow suit that's what I want to know if we are worried that it's going to slow down baseball already the slowest game in all of American professional sports why can't football do the same if you have somebody in New York looking at that and saying hey we need to take another look at this. I don't understand why that's not possible. Right, I don't get right. that. Right, right.
2: They
0: should be able to change it on the spot.
2: They, es- they, they especially, yeah. Now, especially with the way things are moving now, with gambling and with the this, this embracing yeah. of of gambling. Uh, there's going to be so much money on the line. There's going to be. Uh, you yeah. know, There's. Yeah. They. They need to get this stuff right. I is mean, my point. Th- this
0: happened in the NFC Championship game. Imagine if it happens yes. in the Super Bowl when right.
2: when exponentially more people are watching.
0: So I, don't and don't worry guys. Some people are going on the boat as a as a as a result of as a result of the way that, that game ended. So 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 there will be a price to pay uh, for, for that call in, in, in some way shape or form. So uh but but let's go Do to the, let, let's go to the other game uh, uh for now the, the Patriots and the Chiefs and here we are again a call away from the outcome being completely different. D Ford lines up offside. His hand is over the line. If his hand is just on side and not over the line, the Chiefs have a game ending, ending interception and they, and they go to the Super Bowl. So, he, so that wasn't the official's fault. That was just stupidity on D. Ford of the Chiefs' fault. But here we go. A call changed that game well, too. Well,
2: yeah, but th- I think that's what – you know how we've talked about this before. Something happens to teams when they're going up against the Patriots and they're in these, these really crucial situations against the Patriots and they crap themselves and this is just another example of that to me. Like, this guy just – it was just a brain fart, and he just – it just cost them – essentially cost them the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, Tom Brady go, and Belichick go to their ninth Super Bowl together. They're going after uh, Super, uh, uh, Super Bowl title number six uh, for them, which would, which would match the Steelers for the most ever. Um, but, again, here, here we go. Go ahead, Go ahead, Colin.
1: I, I think lining up side is way different than a blatant live inaction penalty where you push somebody out of bounds when the ball is coming his way. Oh, I it, think that's, it's different. That, yeah. That's one of those situations where, where you look at it and you say, well, you could call that, yes, et cetera, et cetera, go down all those roads. But when you have something so obvious, well, you had, uh, you exactly. had the
2: Patriots, uh, the phantom roughing the passer call uh, against yeah. B- the hit, yeah. hitting Brady yeah. in the head on on a play that uh, I think was an incomplete pass or something. Uh it may have been a third down. You know, it was a roughing the passer. The guy based, barely grazed his shoulder pads. He was called for roughing the yeah, passer. Yeah, you get all the Brady the Brady haters out there pointing <laughs> to that. Well,
0: out. that's the thing that's coming out of this game. The rule change everyone wants that everyone's screaming about coming out of that game is everyone should have a possession in overtime. They want the overtime rules. to 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 change to where everyone at least gets one possession, well, because they wanted to see Pat Mahomes uh, with 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 the ball again. However, if 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 it was Pat Mahomes that got the ball first, drove right down the field and scored, would anyone be crying that Tom Brady never got the touch of the ball? I I
2: I doubt that. But remember, the last time that they changed overtime rules, what had happened? It's I'm taking. It's going to go back to the game that I that I don't want to talk about. I'm going to talk about it later too. It goes back to the 2009 (laughs) championship game between the Vikings and the Saints. The, the game went to overtime. The Saints won it. They went down and kicked a field goal, and Favre did not touch the ball. Right. And that offseason, they changed the rule. This, this is going to get changed again. I, they're going to change overtime rules. It's going to become closer and closer to what we see in college.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and, we, and we should point out that, that, that uh, Gail Benson, the, the, the wife of the late Tom Benson who owned the Saints, uh, she's now screaming about all all kinds of rule changes being about officiating and stuff. This stuff is going to get looked at. The NFL is already talking about reviewing, making pass interference part of a, a reviewable play. So it's going to be an interesting off season with, with the NFL rules and, and, and what happens. It's interesting though. But but I mean, how money is how money is Tom Brady. I mean, uh, and the thing that struck me. In, uh, watching that overtime drive they converted three third yeah. and eight or longers on that uh, overtime drive weren't two of them to edelman like over yeah i mean and that, nice. that, that, that's my point like on on the money plays he was go- going to gronk or edelman earlier earlier on the same drive he threw incomplete to uh, corderel patterson or Dro- uh, he dropped
2: the ball who dropped it he threw one the ball was on the money uh, he
0: threw one that philip dorsett couldn't come up with uh, Chris Hogan missed one so but on the money plays who is he going to throw to Edelman or Gronk and and they came through for him every time to set up the runs by Rex Bur- Burkhead there at the end of the game so so you just see who the money players are yeah. a, a, at the end of the game like that And the
2: continued discussion that by people that hate the Patriots that Tom Brady is really not that special. I just wonder what in the hell they're watching. Weren't you in like, a major debate with the family? I was. Weren't you in a major debate with the family member I, about I don't that? even want to go into it. I have an aunt and uh, who is a diehard Ravens fan, and her and my uncle hate Brady's guts, much like I hate Sean Payton's guts. And then I I got into another discussion with another family member and they all seem to think that Carson Palmer would be able to win nine super or go to nine Super Bowls with the Patriots. And I'm just like, my like I go to this all the time when we talk about stuff on this on this show and it's like, do you watch the game? Like, are you watching what is happening and seeing where this guy is putting the ball and seeing in these crucial pressure situations what he's doing? I I, I don't know how anybody doesn't say he's, he's the, the best there ever was.
1: Right. Here's here's a question that I have for both of you because I know that the idea of the overtime rule is up for debate at this point. But I've I've had conflicted views on this. I don't know that I really like the college football really? overtime rules. I I don't know that, and like I don't know. You you, you set up from the twenty-five yard line. You go et cetera, et cetera. It feels
0: like, it feels no. like, a sh-
2: it feels like a shootout. Like, I, I, yeah. It, uh,
0: like, like a, sh- like a soccer shootout when, when, when they do that.
2: Right. And I'm not saying they would adopt that uh, to a T it Did, would, they would adjust it in the NFL.
0: I would be, I guess I would be okay with everyone getting to touch the ball at least once, but don't, but don't make it like the college format and where everyone
2: gets the ball in, in field goal range. already. Right. I'm yeah, not basically. saying that. Cause right. that's because yeah. the NFL game is different, but I right. mean, what else, what else were you going to say, Colin?
1: Well, it, it's just that, that whole idea What you guys are talking about with this everybody can touch the ball once i do agree with that like greg just said uh at the same time i don't know that if setting up at a certain yard line is in just kind of going from there four downs and out or whatever it is i i just i don't to me that's so structured what i do think should happen is you should both get a chance to score at the same time you should not have a time limit and that's that's the only thing that i like about the football the college football uh overtime rule is it's like well we're it is it's like a shootout like you guys just said it's like a shootout but why are we putting 10 minutes on it or i guess in the case of the playoffs 15 minutes on it why is that happening
0: you went like seventy. You went you, you went like seventy two, seventy one. Texas A and M, uh, LSU uh, style uh, style that's, overtime.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm conflicted on. That's what I'm conflicted about, on. I don't really like that, but at the same time, it's like I I would have. You know, you could count me in the group of people who would have liked to have seen what Patrick Mahomes could okay. have done in yeah. that situation.
2: How about this? How about you just set the clock at 10 minutes or 12 minutes or 15 minutes and you don't have any of those f- weird rules like the the first team scores a touchdown you know if the first team scores a touchdown they win both team, you know if a field goal is kicked then the other team gets possession throw all those rules out and just play it to the end of that time frame and see I like that. and see yeah, who I wins like and if it's still tied p- put another 10 minutes on the clock. How, how about
0: this too? Yeah. How about making a defensive stop like l- stop. L- like the Rams did in, in, in their overtime game? How about how about getting off the field and on third and long three yes. times there, Chiefs? So and then you don't have to change any yeah. rules. At, then you don't have to change any rules at all.
2: You, can uh, just, you just keep them the same and just yeah. play play defense. And let's let's skip back a minute here. We we already got past the Rams Saints game, but let's get back to that. Zerline killed it. Like, you did, and, and we've been talking yeah. all yeah. season long about kickers and there's been problems with kickers all over the league. Guys getting, you know, missing four field goals and extra points. And this guy comes out in a hostile place from 57 yards and absolutely yeah.
0: destroys that field goal. That it, was awesome. They said We're, it would have been good from 70. Right, right. right. And, that's, and that's not counting. The, they, go ahead, Colin, sorry. When, when they When they
1: threw him out there at 57 yards, I felt pretty comfortable. When I was watching the game, I was watching the game with some people, and I said, I actually need this game to go to overtime because of the line. I needed the Saints to win by more than three, and I thought the Saints would win. And when they threw Zerline out there at 57 yards, I'm like, this will be great. He's going to miss. The Saints are going to get the ball back. It's going to be good field position. We're going to get six, and I'm going to win my bet. And he nailed it.
0: And let's not forget the one he made at the end of regulation, too. That was 48 yards. I right. mean, that, 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 that's no gimme either. And he, he nailed that one at the end of regulation to even send the game into overtime. So he was money twice maybe the on, best, on those kicks. Maybe
2: the best nickname of a kicker ever, Greg the Leg. Like, that, that's perfect. that could not be more perfect. <laughs> and we should mention the first. We,
1: sh- <laughs> we got to call Greg Greg the Leg from now on because he holds his podcast together.
0: And we should mention the first person that knew that kick was good was Ligonor's own Rob Havenstein, who we have a picture of oh, on the front right. page, yeah. uh, jumping up into the air with his arms up while everyone's like saying what's
2: he's this- blocking two guys on that play. I don't know if you watch that replays of that kick. He blocked a couple of guys on that kick. Everyone's trying to figure out what's
0: going on. And Rob's up there. He's jumping up with-, up with his hands up in the air. So Rob Havenstein, who will be on. The final score the final this score. week. My, my other podcast, and we'll we'll have stories uh, going leading into the Super Bowl about him too. So so stay tuned to the uh, FNP. That'll be great. And, that'll and, be great. But I thought
1: we were going to send the whole sports section to Atlanta.
0: We yeah. were we were lobbying for that, but but we were uh, yeah, shot down. There was there some there. laughter
2: involved in um in in the, res- <laughs> in the response to that request.
0: Right, so 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 we have a local player, first Frederick County player since '77, I believe. That's right. uh, Since Chuck Foreman, right? That's right. Uh, the the Vikings, <laughs> Chuck Foreman, uh, to to play in a Super Bowl. So uh, so we do have a local angle uh, to this Super Bowl. So what so what are uh, what are our early feelings about this game, guys? Patriots Rams, uh, a rematch of the of the '02 Super Bowl, famously won by the Patriots right after 9/11. Uh,
2: Brady and Belichick's first Super Bowl together. Uh, what are our early feelings about this game? I, I have to side. I, look, I'm going to be rooting for Rob Havenstein. I would love to see him win. I, I just think this, the Patriots are going to – they got another one in them, I think. And uh, the way they've been playing, uh, with the way their offense has been clicking, Brady is looking great. And, and you, you hate to see Belichick get another two weeks to prepare for an explosive offense. I think he can, he can do something to slow down the Rams just a tick. And what's what we've always come down, what has always come down to in a lot of these games is with the Patriots is, you know, can, can you outscore Brady in these big games? That's really what it's going to come down to. Colin.
1: I, uh, this is exactly why Josh is my spirit animal. My brother from another mother, my <laughs> soulmate, my everything. Josh, if I was there, I would kiss you right now. On the lips, on the lips, definitely, definitely on the lips. I agree wholeheartedly with everything Josh just said. I, I do feel like the Patriots have another one in them. The line opener, if we're going to go to the, degenerate. Side oh, yeah. What wins. is the what line is that? opened it. the Rams favored by one. And it has since gotten bet to the Patriots favored by one and a half as of hmm. this, uh, this conversation. So I think every, but the smart money's on new England. I agree with that. I think they got one more. I think Belichick and Brady win this. And I actually think Brady goes out. Mm, okay. I think he wins and retires.
2: Right. Well,
0: and I I just love to see Tom Brady win just because everyone hates it and, and everyone
2: wants to deny Tom Brady his greatness so so I'm almost rooting for God, the Patriots just because just because everyone else me doesn't want to see them win. I mean that's so. that's straight out of my mouth too I'm gonna go over here and kiss Greg now because that's right on the lips because because that's be exactly <laughs> the way I feel about it there is nothing more hilarious to me in the entire world of sports than people who hate Tom Brady and the reason why they hate them is because he's not on their team right well you're well, jealous exactly. Well like, yeah. like he's not yeah, a bad he's yeah, not
0: yeah. a bad person i mean he's, a, he's an example he's a exempl- cheater greg he's an exle- ex- exemplary uh person so uh yeah he's what a it- cheater he just he went- had a child out of wedlock right well okay that, that, that's true so uh all right guys let's get, let's do some buyer sells and, and one of them will be about tom brady tom, colin gave you a little preview there but are we buying or selling andy Reid uh taking the chiefs to a super bowl one day Buying, he's he's going to
2: get one after Brady retires. Yeah,
1: I agree. I agree entirely with Josh. I think I will buy that. I think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs laid the groundwork. This is not a typical Andy Reid situation. At least to me, it's not. Maybe that's all perceptive, and maybe that's all just nonsense. But. I look at it and I say this is not what you would actually think an Andy Reid situation would be. I think next year or the year after that, Patrick Mahomes yeah. and Andy Reid will be there. I think they are that good. I don't think this is a fluke. That's my take.
0: Mahomes is the hope for Reid. I mean, I, I mean, it's his first real chance. He played. He played a poor first half, great second half. Uh, the experience will help him down the road. So, so you have to like the Chiefs' chances in and Andy Reid. Known for not being able to win the big game, uh, you like you have to like the chance buying? of I'll, I'll I'll buy that he will get the Chiefs okay. to a Super Bowl. Might have to go through Baker Mayfield in my Browns. Ooh uh, yeah, but, baby! But, I want to see that. Or Adam, <laughs> or or Adam, or Adam Gase and Collins uh, Jets, but uh, but we'll <laughs> and
1: see. Sam Darnold. Uh, yeah, that that's yeah. true.
0: So, all right, another buy or sell, buy or sell. That was Drew Brees' last great chance of getting back to a Super Bowl. He's he's, he's turning forty, uh, I think, this month
2: uh i'll go for i'll sell that i I think he's they're well stocked uh he looks like drew Brees. i don't see that changing this off season i think they come back they're going to be right in the mix next year
1: i think they'll be back next year i i think they will be right there i don't see any nfc team getting in that way
0: what about the rams
1: uh no, I don't see the Rams doing that either. I See, the story this year, I think, is going to be Sean McVay against Bill Belichick. You know, Bill Belichick is supposed to be this genius coach who has done X, Y, and Z, and now Sean McVay is going to be the heir apparent of that. And Maybe that's true, maybe that's not, I don't know. But that doesn't mean it's going to happen every year. And I think either next year or the year after, the Saints will be there, and Drew Brees will have another great shot at getting his second ring.
0: I'm going to sell that, um, believe it or not. So Drew Brees is playing at a high level. He sort of faded as the season went on. I, I don't know if, um, if he'll hold up at age 40 as well as Tom Brady has. Um, there's teams. I mean, the NFL, you, you never know what teams might uh, might rise up and, and, and get in the way. The Rams are going to be a factor for future seasons to come. So I will sell
2: Wait, you confused me. I think I sold because you said was this Wait. the last great chance for? Oh,
0: okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: I, you, you're buying my bad. That.
0: My bad. I am buying that that was Drew Brees' last great chance yes. uh, to get to a Super Bowl, especially if Sean Payton's going to coach as poorly as he did in that game. I will buy that that was Drew Brees' last great chance to get to a Super Bowl. All right, Collins already sort of answered this one, but are we buying or selling Tom Brady <laughs> as the Patriots' quarterback at age 45?
2: <laughs> Ooh, 40, no. 45? Sell, sell,
0: sell. he's 45. He's talked about playing to 45.
2: I, so. see, I see no signs, uh, no reason for him to hang it up. Now, Colin thinks he's, if, he, if he wins, he's done. I think even if he wins it, he's not done. I, just, I don't know that he gets to 45,
0: though. I, I think he'll be 42 by the time the next season starts because I think his birthday is in August. So, so he's got three more years after that. Man, 45. I mean, ugh. He doesn't quite throw the deep ball as well as he used to. Um, he doesn't
2: get touched though. He didn't right. get
0: touched the other day.
2: Right. Even in, even when they called a penalty for him getting hit, he didn't get hit. <laughs> <laughs> he, the,
0: fa- <laughs> the, the fact that he said he's going to do it, and I don't put anything past Tom Brady. I'll I'll buy that he'll he'll be playing at age uh, forty five. So,
1: nah, uh, sell, sell, sell that. I think I think he wins in two weeks, or I guess it'd be a week by the time this podcast comes out, or ten days, and then he's done. I think he's done. Did you not read the the comments his wife made? His wife no. Asked him to be What'd she done. say? He's done.
0: Well, 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 yeah. She's she's. Well, she's, talked, she's talked about, about that before, a, yeah. a while ago. Yeah. Remember, she so. came
2: out. She came out and said he had. You know, he's had x number of concussions and whatever. So she would. She would like him to be done, but but she doesn't yeah. control Tom the competitor uh, very
0: well. So, um, yeah. and 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 he does love winning, as as he as he as he mentioned after they beat um, uh, the Chargers. So. All right, Colin, uh, last Super Bowl one for you. This is up your music musical alley. Buy or sell Maroon 5 <laughs> is the Super Bowl halftime show uh, this year.
1: You know, I will sell that. I I, I will sell that only because uh, I don't think Maroon 5 has earned it. Now, if you ask me to name another contemporary artist who I think has earned it, I don't know that I could give you an answer. Uh, there that's kind of the problem with pop music these days. And maybe this will be a turning point for the way people look at this stuff because nobody can you guys name an artist that has broke within the last 10 years who has five number one singles. You can't, nobody can, uh, that that's what's tough about it. I just, I have a prejudice against Maroon five because I think at this point, Adam Levine, especially is just a poser, Ooh, so we could get them the, off the stage.
2: Okay, well, here's my question to you, the music man. Um, if you had one, if you could, if you had one invitation to hand out, and it would be a, and it would be an automatic yes from the person, from the, from the act that you were inviting. Who would you want to see at the Super Bowl? Who would you want to invite to perform at the Super Bowl?
1: You know who I would put there right now because she hasn't been there. I'd put Taylor Swift there. Oh yes, I, I would. I'd love that. I think that that's yeah. I think that that's sort of a logical. Uh, choice at, at this point she she has all the hits in the world she has a record that came out only a handful of months ago uh maybe she's not as popular as she once was but if taylor swift came out she imagine the guests she would have she would she would bring out ed sheeran who by the way i've been mistaken for twice twice on now the streets of memphis yeah twice oh, I love so it. uh do you, so you sign any autographs I would think taylor swift
0: and she, Taylor Swift also, also she's not controversial in any way shape or form so so the NFL wouldn't have to worry about that unless J- Justin Timberlake was like performing with her and and, and, <laughs> and, uh, and maybe came up alongside her or something like that but yeah she she'd be a good choice uh, Lady Gaga I think did it last year right uh, I mean she's she's another one that would be deserving of that but I th- I think she, I think she did it last year so um, so I'll buy Maroon, yeah. I'll buy Maroon Five. I mean, uh, I, again, I mean, it, it, they had the. It, it, they're a modern act that um, that that has some hit well, songs, um, and 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 is not going to stir the pot up too much for the NFL. So.
1: Have you guys have you guys heard this idea that uh, Maroon Five now they're trying to get special guests to perform with them and they can't find anybody who wants to perform with them? <laughs> so uh, do you not... have
2: an example of of an act that said no, we don't want to? Cardi B. Oh wow, she's a hot name right now. Yeah, she? but she's also yeah, like she's, she's also is... like
0: in trouble though too. Like with the is she
2: the former stripper. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I don't think the NFL yeah, think ones so. are up on one stage. <laughs> no.
0: right. They'd have like images of Janet Jackson flashing yeah. through their heads uh, uh, with that one. so All right, uh, this one is also for you, this buy or sell, Colin. Uh, with you in mind, buy or sell the Wizards as a better team without John Wall <laughs> on the floor with them.
1: Okay, well, this is nuanced, so I'm just going to make this as quick as possible. John Wall is their best player, without question. He is their best player. I believe that. Are they a better team without their best player? I believe they are.
0: (laughs) I really do. I mean, they've won four or five, seven of their last ten games, and John Wall hasn't played any of those games.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think, and this was proven last year, I think that they are a good team without John Wall. I really do. Bradley Beal doesn't play nervous it's well, it's good it's, well, it's a really really good team i well, hate to say that well, the, just,
0: the, the ball finds more hands when john wall is not on the floor i mean wall's a great yeah. player and the ball moves better when he's not on the floor it's undeniable but i am selling the yeah. fact i i talent wins in the nba john wall's their best player so i think you need him to be to be the best version of that team
2: yeah i i would have to i kind of i see both both of your points i'm going to agree with greg though um I just think it's talent talent is what you need most in that league. Um I, I don't know that their problem is that um he doesn't they're a better team without him. I think I think the problem is that Beal and Wall don't get along, right? I, I just don't think they have a very good relationship yeah. and that's a huge a huge problem there. Yeah, Beale seems to play yeah.
0: he's he, you're right, Colin. Beal seems to play more free. He's a better player when he's not worried about what, what John Wall is doing. I I think that I think and, that I think and, that is true.
1: Saturansky isn't bad. Yeah. You know, he's not play, I mean, he's had some bad games, but he's not an awful player, you know. So I right. they have somebody who can fill in adequately and Bradley Beal is really stepping up. Even Otto is stepping up. I'd, I think they are a better team, well rounded. I really do
0: uh one more nba buy or sell uh, boogie cousins has now played uh two games for the warriors they look on un- they looked unstoppable in, in 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 both the games uh he's played really well in both those games coming off the major injury buy or sell the golden state warriors losing 10 more games the rest of the season including the playoffs
1: sell 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 they 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 woke up they woke up it's done it's done,
2: done. yeah i'll say sell i think because he's and and because he's finally come back and is playing with them they're going to be uh you know trying to get him into the mix and get him acclimated and they're not going to have one of these lulls i think that we were we sort of saw last year i think they're going to they're, they're going to do nothing but pick up steam from
0: here. Yeah, I, I don't see them losing 10 more games uh, for the rest of the season, uh, counting counting the playoffs. I, I think they're going to just steamroll everyone. Everyone will get annoyed, sort of like they're annoyed with the Patriots yep. um, uh, winning all the time. That'll be that'll be four out of five for Golden State. It, t- it, it took a miracle uh, for the Cavs uh, to beat them in, in 2016. So... Uh, You know who reminds me of Steph Curry, though, is is Pat Mahomes. Um, They sort of look alike. They're 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 the phenoms. Like when when I see Pat Mahomes and the way he plays, I often think of Steph Curry. I I could
2: not agree with you more. And you know, what's funny. I was thinking about this just today among about those two. It's like, whoops, excuse me. What did we see when uh, when Steph started to make his rise all of a sudden? You saw all these kids that just wanted to shoot three pointers. It almost like changed the, the youth culture of the game because you just you saw all these kids. They were just wanted to be like Steph and shoot the three, right? That started to matriculate into uh, uh, the college game. It's and you're going to see more and more of these these uh, sharp shooters. I think with the way Mahomes plays, you're going to see the sidearm throws, the, the kooky stuff like that. Now there's not going to be many kids that can actually pull that off, but you're going to start start to see more kids attempting that stuff. Um, trying to learn how to do that, and then that eventually will make its way into the higher levels of the game. They
0: even have a physical resemblance to me. I mean, they, yeah. they, they, they sort of, they sort of look alike. So, Colin, do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I think you can already see this with people loving Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah. they, they look at the shorter quarterback right now, especially with Drew Brees having the success he's had. And when it goes on and on, you... you the idea that you have to be this imposing six foot six, two hundred and eighty pound fig it's just not like I, I read an article today with uh John Gruden who said that he would <laughs> love to draft Kyler Murray because of the success that he has seen everybody else have. Uh I think that that hurts Patrick that hurts home, for
2: Derek Carr, doesn't it? Jeez, he wants his it character does. is a draft yeah, quarterback. And, and, and Derek Carr, so I think Patrick
1: was, Mahomes has changed that, yeah.
0: And Derek Carr said he wants to fight the, the quote unquote clowns that think he's a bad quarterback now. So so Derek so Derek Carr oh, wow. is is feeling uh he's feeling attacked. Uh, I thought he was right, a
2: like a bible thumper or something.
0: Well apparently he apparently wants to fight the clowns. Uh, that, to thump that, somebody else. Right, he wants something to thump else. someone else. So Alright, uh, headlines. Did you guys see that Serena Williams uh, lost at the Australian Open? Uh, b- I did, yeah. bl- Blowing a 5-1 lead in, in the third set to Carolina Pliskova. She was serving for the match. She had four match points, did not convert uh, one of them. Uh, so Serena out at the Australian Open in stunning fashion. You just don't see that from her. I mean, she does not lose matches like that. So I
2: think apparently she may have tweaked an ankle, and from that point on, she struggled to even serve. Um... She's gonna she's gonna get a, a, another major here soon. It's gonna happen. But I think what we're seeing is uh, there are some really good women's players that are sort of making their rise, right. and um, she's gonna have trouble. And since so, Serena's
0: thirty-seven, she's yeah. she's like Federer an, an older player. So so maybe she's at the point of her career where yes, she's still undeniably great, but uh, but she's gonna have more losses like this. So so uh,
1: I don't know. I I think the bigger story is. TFO is that how you pronounce
0: his yeah. name? Yeah, Tiafoe, yeah. the guy from uh, Prince George's County here in, yes. in here in Maryland, uh, College yeah, College he made Park his Tennis first Club. Quarterfinals. He, he looked good. Right, he was taken out by uh, Rafa Nadal uh, uh, the other night. Yeah. So. Um, so, so let, let it be noted another really bad look for Serena, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 blowing, uh, blowing that, blowing that five-one lead uh, and, and match points in the third set. So. Oh, here we go with this bad look. Right, stuff. right. Now, I, oh, I, I just had to throw God. that in there. So, uh, the Seattle, the Seattle Mariners have signed uh, Ichiro Suzuki uh, to a minor league contract. They open the season next year in Japan. So, I thought it was kind of a cool thing uh that they're they're uh they signed Ichiro who will probably appear uh, uh as a pinch hitter or something in that series and sort of as a, a send off to Ichiro's great career that he'll get to finish it in Japan there so
2: I love that as a that's a, that's a great move by the Mariners I think he's already he's in the organization as like a front office guy they they gave him a some sort of honorary role I don't really know what he does but he's coming back to the field for a few games to start the season it's, right. it's an awesome story right
0: and uh, lastly, uh, Josh, this one will mean something to you. Mike Mussina uh, uh, elected to the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, former Oriole, uh, went, went to the Yankees uh, to close uh, the second half of his career, but um, most people think he's a Hall of Famer. So. Yeah,
2: I, I had a discussion today on Facebook Messenger with my buddy John, uh, my childhood friend, and uh, he's a huge Mussina fan. He, he's got his fingers crossed that he'll go in wearing an Orioles ball cap. I, that that's that's sort of a, a, is the drama left in, in this uh, – in this whole story, um, I'd like to see that um, he was a- as reliable and steady a starter in the major leagues during the steroid era. You weren't, you wouldn't find another one that was that was as reliable as he was.
1: Well, hold on, hold on, one second. You, it's not a headline that you guys uh, think Mariano Rivera is the first unanimous no, selection No, no it is a head- so, it's,
0: it's a, a headline. It's a headline, and, and, we, and we we could touch on that. But I wanted to touch on Musina because. The interesting about him is he had a great career despite not having the prototypical Hall of Fame numbers. He never got the 300 wins. I don't think. I don't think he got the 3,000 uh, strikeouts. I mean, he, he only won 20 games in his career once. He never in his he, last season in his last season with the Yankees. He never won a Cy Young Award. I think his postseason record wasn't that great. Uh, he had some great postseason games, but but his overall record in the playoffs was not that great. But still, most people wouldn't argue the, with the fact that he's a baseball and, Hall of Fame. And I would argue so.
2: that uh, he retired at age 39 and won 20 games, he could have stuck around another couple of years, probably could have gotten to 300 wins. And that would have been a slam dunk. Right uh, here. I'm using that phrase again, but just um, like, just
0: like Philip like rivers.
2: Yes.
1: Do you guys know where Mike Messina is from?
0: Yes. He's from uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Went to Montours. Yes, Mont- went to Montoursville
2: uh, high school. So, uh, but Montoursville. I, I think we we'll are we'll, to touch on the Rivera thing real quick. I, it, am i wrong and uh, isn't a lot of the aren't a lot of the voters changing out like there's some new voters that are coming in um you're starting to see some different things with the voting because i i think they're getting rid of some of the old Guys that were on that committee and bringing in some new blood, this may be a reflection of that. You just may see, you just may see more guys get 100 percent of the vote as as we move. Yeah, forward.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad that the guy in New Jersey, the sports writer in New Jersey, who said he wasn't going to vote for Rivera, changed his mind and made him a unanimous pick. Yeah, I mean, pick. I mean if, if, if if there was ever any, and his his reason was that closers don't belong in the Hall of Fame, but 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 Rivera was as dominant as any. And instrumental to the Yankees' success as anyone. I mean, when when he came into the yeah. game, the biggest games, the biggest moments, the game was over once he came in the game. He's, he
1: defined it. He defined that role on a baseball team, even though he didn't create it. Right. He defined it.
0: Even if Absolutely. even Wait, if there wasn't it, yeah. even if there wasn't a single closer in the Hall of Fame, he deserved. He, he would deserve to be the first one yep. to go. And even though he's, he's yeah. actually he's actually not. So so yes, uh, well done by the baseball writers to make him the first unanimous uh, selection. So. Well, I hear the engine firing up, boys, uh, down on the docks. Is that the boat? Uh, I, I think I hear the boat firing up. Colin It's getting ready to go. We got to get some. We got to get some people, some passengers on there. By the way, is your dad on stage yet? Are, are, are you watching your dad while, while he you're speaking is. to I'm us?
1: trying to get. If I like, I, I should get. I should get into the club because not only is it a, a very special occasion right now, but it's like 25 degrees outside in memphis which uh is
0: not why are you outside why are you sta- yeah, yeah why are you standing outside <laughs>
2: because it's too loud in the club it's, too, it's all right too well loud. let's get to, let's get to it here who who's going first who, who's
0: going on the boat colin who, who do you got for oh, the boat this boy. way oh boy who's who's going on the boat i will tell you who's
1: going on the boat and that's only because he cost me some money it is whatever line judge was in front of that pass interference call between the Saints and the Rams this week. If I ever see that guy on the street, he's going to get a kick in the nuts. <laughs> what,
0: what, what about the knee? What about what about like a Nancy? What about like a Tanya Harding? Harding, Hard, Tanya Harding easy for me to say, uh, style kneecap uh, uh, job there.
1: Oh, he'll he'll definitely get that too. He won't be able to walk for at least six weeks after I'm done <laughs> with him. If that 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 was insane? They could have run out the ball. I could have at least got my money back because it would have been a push.
0: Yeah, and
1: I I will never get over that. I'll never get over.
0: That. Uh, anyone else for the boat?
1: <laughs> <laughs> me? Uh, no. But but wow this uh, this boat does not get loaded by me this week. I do have. My lock of the week. Oh yeah, if yes. you guys are ready for that. Colin's lock of the week. off, because we, I'm two and two, and then I'm going to hang up the phone because I literally cannot feel my hand. Okay. And I feel like I'm slurring my words because I can't feel my lip.
0: Yeah. yeah go so, support, go support your father.
1: The um the the Vegas lines have come out this week for the Royal Rumble. If you guys are familiar <laughs> oh. with the Royal Rumble in WWE, by the way, I have spent a lot of time at King Jerry Lawler's bar. A it, very happy about that can we count
0: this as your scene or to be seen too? the royal rumble is to be seen
1: exactly yes 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 so right now seth rollins is going off at a three to two favorite you can make some money seth rollins is winning the royal rumble this year you heard it here first what about
0: the women's rumble colin
1: the women's rumble charlotte charlotte's winning the women's rumble that is that's more of a lock than seth in fact i'm giving you two locks of the week this week
0: Charlotte Flair. Wow. Woo! Is that what we say to Charlotte Flair? Uh, Woo! <laughs>
1: But then now people are looking at me like I'm weird. <laughs> uh, well, as if, sure. as,
0: as if we didn't know that already. So, all right, go all right. see you. Go I'm see you, Dad. off
1: of the phone, guys. Thanks, also Colin. To... All
0: right, we'll see you soon. We'll see you in our warm studio next week. So,
1: yes, and I, I'll send you guys pictures. I love all of you. All
0: right, love you, brother. I, I don't, I, right. I, I don't like you, but but you're uh, you're growing on me a little bit. So,
1: oh, thanks. I'll keep growing. That's what she said. I'll see you next week. <laughs> all right.
2: All, All right, right, so Greg, Greg, what do you have? I uh, am putting
0: Al River on the head of NFL officiating on the boat this week for not for, for for not being able to to change these stupid calls on the fly and for having to apologize for for, for an obvious blown call. I like it. I'm also putting Jerry Jones on the boat. Uh, he 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 called out the NFL uh, for um, for questioning why they overturned the Julian Edelman uh, so-called muff punt, even though the oh my God. He, he, even the, even though the punt never even touched Julian Edelman. From I, I various think, angles. Right. Somehow it never touched him. I mean, it, it, it's remarkable that it didn't touch him, but but various angles showed it. it somehow they not.
2: Patriots magic. Right.
0: And, and Jerry Jones is also being called, called out by his receiver, Cole Beasley, who says the Cowboys Perfect. management dictates uh, who gets the ball on, on offense. So... Al Riveron, head of NFL officiating, for the blown call. Jerry Jones, and I'm also putting Carmelo Anthony on on, on, on the boat this week. Who uh, got traded? Traded to the Chicago Bulls this week, and the Bulls will probably release him. So no one, no one wants Carmelo Anthony. He should probably just retire. The fact that he's hanging on is puzzling. So he'll so, no,
2: he'll, he, he's going to hang on. Somebody's going to pay him.
0: Well, they're saying the Lakers are twelve gonna, are gonna, million dollars. They're, they're saying the Lakers are going to sign him because he's buddies with LeBron. Yep. So I can see uh, it. So Carmelo, welcome, welcome aboard, buddy. Yeah, uh, you, uh, you are on uh the boat this week
2: all right well i've got two uh one of them comes from uh the fact that i this week made reminded me of that 2009 uh nfc championship game there were lots of bad calls in that game as well that favored the saints uh there also were many illegal hits in that game if you recall on brett Favre because of bounty gate right uh and I forgot about this guy. I forgot how much I hate his guts. And you're not going to like this because he helped your team this year. I'm Greg putting Williams. Greg Williams on the boat. i aboard. I forgot to put his butt on the boat. I'm booting his butt on the boat. The, this Brown, week. the Browns defense wasn't that great this year. So I'm, so I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine but, with that. So. I will never, ever forget, uh, the bounty gate game. Uh, so he's going on. I'm also going to put on somebody whose name I have no idea who they are, but I was watching CMT the other night. Believe it or not, on Sunday night when all the games were over and I was done working, I flipped on. was flipping through the channels. I saw Top Gun on CMT, country music television. I can never turn down the opportunity to watch a little bit of Top Gun. So I, I turned it on, and it was right at the point in the movie when the beach volleyball scene was going to take place. The very famous <laughs> beach volleyball scene – and whoever in the hell it is that does the editing at CMT <laughs> edited it out of the movie. That is sacrilege. So whoever the hell edits movies yeah. for CMT is going on the Welcome boat.
0: Aboard. You could you could you could you could control the movies that are that are shown on the boat. I was gonna put Sean Payton on the boat for his horrible play calling, but but he's already on the boat. Um, my brother uh, uh, submitted Roger Goodell for for the officiating debacle, but okay. I think we put I think we put Goodell on the boat before. I think he's too. been
2: on a couple of weeks now.
0: Yeah, he also uh, said Mark Emmert of the NCAA for upholding oh, that, for upholding the rule that allows schools to block transfers, uh, the such as the quarterback situation in Oklahoma. But coaches are allowed to leave uh, whenever they wanted.
2: Emmert, yeah. So Emmert should have been one of the inaugural guests right. on the boat. So so
0: for, so from my brother, Brian a Mark Emmert uh, goes like on, uh, of the NCAA goes on the boat this week. So, uh, and we'll welcome your uh, submissions. Uh, you can, you can email us, uh, reach out to us, uh, on, on our podcast page, comment on Twitter. Um, so, so we'll take submissions uh, for the boat, uh, every week, uh, if you have them. So, uh, Colin wants to see the Royal rumble this week. That's a good one. Uh, do you, do you have something you've read or looking forward oh, do. to this week?
2: Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to be seen. I, I, uh, on Twitter, there is a a Vikings fan blogger who I follow on Twitter and I've had interactions with over the years. His name is Ted Glover. And he wrote something for um, the Daily Norseman, which was, and the headline was Peyton, Peyton Freud, like Schadenfreude. Uh, and if you're a Vikings fan, you have to hate Sean Payton and he he wrote a little something about that um I wanted to give a shout out to him because I enjoyed it I thought it was funny obviously it's all tongue in cheek not all tongue and maybe not all uh, Vikings fans do hate Sean Payton but um so I enjoyed that he's he does a really good job with um with with the articles that he writes for the Daily Norseman
0: Isn't it really sad aren't you heartbroken that the Saints have had their hearts ripped out two years in a row now first by Stefan Diggs and Case Keenum uh last year and then, um, and then this horrible call that that screwed him this year. Aren't, aren't aren't you really sad, uh, for the Saints and their their wonderful fans and their wonderful coach that they've had their <laughs> guts ripped out twice in a row now? No. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, so, uh, uh, what do you got? I'm gonna go the Warriors and the Wizards no, uh, uh, on on Thursday night this week. Um, uh, the Wizards are playing better. Um, uh, the Warriors are fun to watch with with uh, with Boogie Cousins in the lineup now it's um, it will fun to see how good they could get Clay Thompson had a ridiculous game against the Lakers the other night 17 of 20 from the field I love Clay Thompson 10 of 10 he made his first 10 three pointers only God. missed one the whole game only missed three shots the whole game so so I'm going that and uh, and uh, Rob Havenstein uh, on the final score podcast this week uh, as we mentioned and as I uh, hit, hit a wire there that uh, creates static uh, but but Big Rob will be on the final score podcast uh, this week so awesome. uh, look forward to that. And uh, that is all I have. Uh, we, we appreciate Colin joining us from Memphis while his father is performing uh, on stage. Uh, anything else? Eat it, Sean Payton. All right. With that, we will see you next week here on Just Another Sports Podcast.